Blog Talk Radio. How long, O oh Lord, must I call for help? But do you not listen? Habakkuk 1, verse 2. That is right. We're back. And this is Welcome not a back. test. It's the real thing. My name is Jason Dias alongside Kiki Culpepper. And this is the ChristCast 2020, two generations with one mission. Got a call from our friend, a text from De- uh, Dr. and Senator Donna Campbell. Aww. Encouraging us to support Chick-fil-A. I'm not sure she knows we do the show <laughs> from Chick-fil-A every Thursday because we did the show with her at her office. Yeah. And you may have heard um, down in San Antonio, the city council voted not to allow Chick-fil-A to be at the San Antonio International Airport. Airport. Anymore. As somebody who's flown out of that airport over 400 times, that's a real bummer because sometimes you it's need... It's a good pickup. It is. It would be a great pickup. And so, guy, you met Chip Roy. Um, he's on the case. Our attorney general is on the case. And you can get mad about it, like I do, salty, as you say. Yeah. I get pretty salty about it. Um, but I realize the best thing you can do to support Chick-fil-A is simply... Eat more chicken just at eat any more of their chicken. locations. That's right. Any of their locations. We're at our favorite location up here at... West Point Village. And, of course, um, I had a chance to talk to some of the people that were involved in that down in San Antonio this week. We'll get to that in just a second. But before that, got to shout out my friends in Tennessee. I met some great <laughs> people up in Tennessee for the first time. I've known them for a while over phones and stuff like that. Uh, but all my friends up at F&M Bank in beautiful Clarksville, Tennessee, and Franklin, Tennessee. My buddy Condra and the president of the bank, Sammy Stewart, he hosts a Bible study for business leaders every Ooh, Friday. And that's a good thing. That's fun. Because we need more Christian Business leaders, believe me. Yeah, now, definitely. about this Chick-fil-A business, I took a picture, which I'll post later. You get free breakfast every week in April. Yes. I took a picture of the poster, and I looked at the fine print. And guess what the fine print did not say? It did not say you can't get a free breakfast if you're not a Christian or if you're a member of the LGBT XYZ community. It never excluded anyone. It never anyone. excludes anybody. And I need to remind people out there that... Christians are not the enemy. We're just trying to help you That's to right. make sure you're not going to hell the, in the end. Yes, the cross Kiki and I wear is not a threat. It's a welcome. And I was told this week I was homophobic. And i got to tell you something. I know what that word means. Phobos is the Greek word for fear. Would you like to know what I'm afraid of and who I'm afraid of? Nobody and nothing. Mm. So I'm not homophobic. And yes, I won't go to a same-sex wedding. And there are certain things that I don't believe in because of my belief in the Bible. That doesn't make me afraid of you. And um, I think I finally figured out why the minor prophets are resonating with me so much because I feel like we're living in that time. People like us are trying to remind history people. Is repeating itself. History is repeating itself. And That's exactly what we're supposed to be preventing, though, <laughs> is history repeating we're itself. We're doing our part. And like I said, when we're finished here, well, it shows that we'll be for all time, for all people. And um, But I feel like that. Like we're, we're looking ahead and saying, look, if we don't change our ways soon, it just sounds like we're talking. But people yeah. thought the prophet Habakkuk was just talking and his lament, yeah. the book of Habakkuk, which we're going to talk about today. And it's a great book because... It offers hope to people living in an evil world. Like, it may sound like stories to other people, but it might send out a real message to other people. It all depends how you take it. Yeah, and I hope people are listening because I hate using the word evil, but there are some things going on in our very own country that I feel are pretty pretty evil. And so the Bible, as always, offers hope to those 
people. And we're going to talk about it, and we'll do it all right after this. The following is a statement from Senator Donna Campbell's office sent to me this morning. San Antonio's decision to ban Chick-fil-A from the airport is out of step with American values and follows a dangerous trend of local governments using power to punish those who hold religious or political beliefs different from their own. You're never going to be smart enough. So just give up and say, God, and then verse 6, he says, in all your ways you acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. And that's worked for us for 70 years, and that would be my advice to you too. Right. Speaking of Chick-fil-A, that was our buddy, Mr. Dan Cathy, the CEO Aww. of Chick-fil-A, with that great, yeah, great guy, with that great verse from the book of Isaiah. Hey, let's talk about where we are a little bit after Isaiah's time. Uh, 600 years before the birth of Christ, we're in the southern we're kingdom of Judah. Here. We're getting close. And um, the bad news for the southern kingdom of Judah is it's about to go bye-bye. And to make matters worse, God tells Habakkuk, have a cook. That we all say it differently. We all yeah, say it differently. You know who we're talking The book we're talking about, that not only is the southern kingdom going to be destroyed, it's going to be destroyed by the worst possible enemy, the Babylonians or the modern-day Iraqis. And so Habakkuk mm. is the author, and what do we know about him? Uh, we believe Habakkuk is the author, but we be- we're not really sure about what his profession is. Yeah. We believe he's more likely a priest or a pastor in charge of a s- kind of small-ish church <laughs> around Judah. And he, because the last verse is to be musical for the, for the director of music on my stringed instruments. That's kind of leaning towards he's in charge so, of something. almost a choir. Yeah, like he's telling the praise leader, hey, we need this last part, you know, play it on. We didn't bring a guitar with us today. I will add no. it uh, when I do the edits. Um, but Habakkuk is stressed out. It's a lament, this book. And he asks a question and a common question that I think we all ask. And it's like, why does God let bad things happen? People have asked me that before. Floods, young kids getting cancer and stuff like that. Very normal question to have, I think. Yeah, this book actually records a conversation Habakkuk had with God about this very question. (laughs) And it talks about what we can do and what we're supposed to do in that time mm. with when we're having all of these questions. Absolutely. It is a fascinating, very short book. One of these books that you can read just like that. You're waiting for your doctor's appointment or something. And um, so Habakkuk starts to ask these questions, and he tells, he tells God euphemistically, I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look and see what he will say to me and what answer I am to give to it this complaint. Habakkuk 1 verse 17. Yeah, he's saying, okay, I'm standing on the walls. I see these Babylonians coming. I see it all happening. Yeah, it's going to happen. Why are you letting this happen? And God responds. God says, hey, take a break. Take a deep breath. Go get some stone tablets, and I'm going to give you my answer, and I want you to write it down. And although he's not in the presence of God, like our main man Moses was back on Mount Sinai. shiny face. That's right. He's having a conversation with God, and God says to him, Look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed. For I am going to do something in your days that you will not believe, which is Habakkuk 1 verse 5. Now, he does do something in his days. It's probably not what Habakkuk was hoping for because it is the destruction of the southern kingdom of Judah. It's almost needed at this point. They're almost passing. Judah is in a bad spot, and um, sometimes God has to tear things down before he can... Build the greatest thing up. Sometimes that applies to people as well as countries and nationalities and villages and things like that. Um, There is Kiki's favorite word, foreshadowing. Uh, You do find Christ in Habakkuk. Um, Habakkuk 
Habakkuk. Yeah, Habakkuk. Um, the Apostle Paul, I think it's everybody named John and James. Like, you know, the Apostle Paul quotes this book in the Bible two times in the New Testament in Romans and Galatians where he says, The righteous person will live by faith. He's kind of talking about Habakkuk, how no matter what, he saw the destruction coming. He saw the challenges. He stayed with God, and he lived with God even when the times were tough. And, of course, the Apostle Paul brings that up, like I said, in the New Testament, which we'll get to next year in your senior year. Ooh. And uh, I know it's <laughs> getting so close. Um, but that, that famous Greek phrase that underscores the Protestant church, fide sole, the Reformation, faith alone, and that's what he's talking about. Now, let's talk about how we apply this today, because it is. It is normal to question why bad things happen, but as long as we do it with... Reverence and respect towards God. Everything's going to turn out fine. God's going to protect us. And he's going to protect all of his people. I, um, I had a, an opportunity. I was leaving Walgreens a couple weeks before, uh, the week before spring break. And there was a gentleman leaving the pizza place over there where he worked. And I, I, because I pulled up to make the left turn, I saw him very closely. And this is a great example of this. I don't know if it was a birth defect or an accident, but his, his face was what we would call de deformed or misshaped. And I noticed he had his hat pulled down very low on his head, and he walked with his head down. And I thought about this book because I'd already been reading through it. And I thought that. I, you know, I always say the same thing, there, there but for the grace of God go I. And then I thought, gosh, if, if Jesus were down the road, I would take this guy to him and have him healed. Why would this happen to this guy in an age where people are taking selfies all the time and... FaceTime and it Facebook makes them and feel worse. yeah, I'm, and, and that's what I thought. And I thought I wish I wish I knew why this had to happen to him. And it is normal to ask that question. But like I said, as long as we do it with respect, and I realize the bad things happen because God's in control of everything. And I've learned to make peace with that. Well, we said earlier on the stringed instruments, this is the final verse in Habakkuk, and and it says very simply, the Sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. In other words, that's from Habakkuk 3.19. He allows me to elevate myself from the evil and from the pain and from everything else. Because Almost separates himself. Separate, exactly. And if we're with God, we're exactly where we need to be. We're at Chick-fil-A at West Point Village, where we're honored to do this show every, every week from Chick-fil-A. Well, this week, at This least. week, yeah. We do do <laughs> some remotes every now and then. My name is Jason Dias, alongside... Kiki Culpepper. And to God be the... Glory. Practice runs in life. This is the